Welcome to the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. Our mission here is simple. Our desire is for everyone to understand how the Word of God is relevant to their lives. So each show, you will hear a short teaching followed by a brief discussion on how that teaching relates to you in your everyday life. So share with someone and allow God's Word to come directly into your living rooms, your cars, or maybe into your office. Welcome to the Life Room. Our lesson today will be coming from Joshua chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, and verse 10 of the NIV. Follow all the directions. Joshua chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, and verse 10 of the NIV reads, March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, March around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast of the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. But Joshua had commanded the army, do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. In our text today, we see the importance of hearing all of what God is saying. Jericho's walls falling is one of the most celebrated events in the Bible, but it came because of a total reliance on God and following specifically his instructions. Hear me, Jericho didn't just fall because they walked around the city. No, step by step, Joshua ensured they did what was required of them to do in the order God required it to be done. Sometimes on assignments, we take shortcuts in order to get where we want to get faster. We start off following directions, but oftentimes when things start moving in the right direction, we don't seek his advice as much, and we end up straying from God's plan, seeking the path to success that requires the least resistance. The issue ends up being that in our human self, we can only see what is before us. And so oftentimes we have sight, but no insight. And so our decisions are made based on what we know. But Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 let us know to put our trust in God and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge Him and He will direct our path. Proverbs 14 and 12 lets us know that there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. See, wisdom from God causes you to sometimes move different than those around you. Yeah, wisdom will cause you not to respond to those who antagonize you only to get a response from you. And so in our text, we see God gives Joshua some very specific instructions on how to take the city of Jericho. He tells Joshua in verse 2 that he has delivered Jericho into his hands. I declare that God is about to put your enemy before you so that they no longer hold the advantage over you. But even with God telling Joshua this in verse 2 does not mean Joshua was without responsibility. Catch this. God says, I have delivered Jericho into your hands in verse 2, 
and then follows it up with instructions in verse 3. I said this before, don't get so excited with the vision that you miss the instructions. Jeremiah 29 and 11, it lets us know that God has a plan for us, one that is good and not of evil. But how many of us end up on detours on our journey because we don't follow the instructions that was attached to the plans? Yeah, follow all the directions. Stop trying to assemble the vision without the instructions. This is not a bookcase. This is your life. And so in verse 3, look at what God tells Joshua. March around the city once with all the armed men and do this for six days. Now let me tell you, just off the first part of these instructions, everyone could not have been happy about this. Yeah, I'm sure some with the ability to fight but no vision would have been like, man, Josh, why we got to march around the city? Let's just go straight in there and attack them. Yeah, I know I said Josh, because the truth is, sometimes when people disagree with your plan as a leader, they look to discredit you. And one of the ways they do it is by disrespecting you. And so you're no longer Joshua, you're Josh. See, let's be honest, Joshua was not David. He was not this incredible warrior who they wrote songs about, but he was a great military leader because his ability to depend on God. And so Joshua was likely leading people who had better military strategies than him. But don't confuse strategy with wisdom. Don't get me wrong, you need strategy, but strategy without God is not a good plan. Many of the armies that the Israelites had to face on their way to the promised land were bigger than them. Yeah, they were more advanced than them. They had fortified cities as their defense, but I will take strategy and God over just strategy. In verse four, God tells Joshua, have seven priests to carry trumpets of ram horns in front of the ark. This was hard work. This is not a pray and watch the city fall. No, I need for us as believers to understand the importance of working. And just because it's hard does not mean it's not God. Now let's check back in with the people. I imagine that Joshua was dealing with people who were murmuring at this point. Yeah, because remember, this generation comes from a generation of murmurers that as soon as things got hard in the wilderness, they were ready to turn around and go back to Egypt. And so them being direct descendants of the murmuring generation, I believe there, were, there was some in the crowd who was like, man, I wish Moses was still leading us because he wouldn't have done this. One of the things that I see people struggle with is being free to let God use them how he wants to use them. Because oftentimes they feel tired to do things the way another person would have done it. I know I'm talking here. Listen, I value wisdom from those who have experience, but you cannot allow it to hinder you from following the instructions God has given you. Also in verse four, it says on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. As they got to the end, it got harder. Yeah, think about it. If they had been marching around the city, one time for six days, some people's feet were hurting. 
Yes, some people were thirsty. Some people were tired at this point. People at this point are really questioning why in the world are we doing this? Somebody need to check Josh because I'm not sure he knows what he's doing at this point. And now he is going to tell us to march around this city seven times. He must have lost his mind. It's the last day, but it's the hardest journey. The enemy senses your breakthrough. Not only that, but he will cause the most confusion when you get close to what God has promised is going to be delivered into your hands. God is specific, not only in how many times to march around a city, but also with who needs to blow the trumpets. You better seek God not just for the amount of money you need for your vision, but you also better find out who you need to be in relationship with. Have you ever had the right idea, but with the wrong people? <laughs> I can't go there today, maybe on another Life Room podcast, but in verse 5, God tells them that when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, let me stop right here for a second. When, that, that, that's a powerful word. God was so specific in these instructions. He gives the amount of time to march around the city with who and who needs to be doing what, but is also attached to a time, to a season. He says, this is what you need to do, but don't do it until. I know you feel like your past due, but please remember that his timing is perfect. I'm sure I don't need to remind you of Lazarus and how Jesus was late according to Mary and Martha, but he was still on time to do what needed to be done. In verse 5, God tells him, when you hear the long blast, have the whole army give a loud shout. He says, then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. The wall that was keeping them from the city, the obstacle that was standing in their way of victory could only fall after the following of the instructions. I like how in this verse, God tells Joshua to have the whole army give a loud shout. Not some of the army, but he says the whole army. You see, in this next season, I can't afford to carry people with me who are unwilling to do their part. Yeah, ministry work is hard enough as it is, but it becomes frustrating when we have people in position but not doing what they were instructed to do. There is tension in relationships when a person has a title but not playing their role. Yeah, you have frustration in the workplace when people have the title of leader but are unwilling to lead by example. Listen, I love you but I can't continue to carry you because it's frustrating me. See, Moses got mad and missed the promised land because he was frustrated with the people. Stop getting frustrated doing the work God instructed you to have others to do. Don't mind me because I promise I'm preaching to myself. And so Joshua begins to give the people the instructions exactly how God gave them to him. And watch in verse 10, Joshua commanded to the army. He says, do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. As a good leader, Joshua understands that it's in our nature to look for shortcuts. 
And so he makes sure to emphasize the instructions and that they are fully understood so that they can be followed. Yeah, that's what we have to make sure that we're doing now. We have to make sure that the principles are fully understood so that they can be applied in real life. And we know from the scriptures that the walls of Jericho did fall because the people followed the instructions precisely as God advised. Ask yourself a question. What would have happened if they only followed part of the instructions? What if they had stopped after walking around the city on the third day? It was tiring for sure. So it would have been easy to say we did most of what God asked us to do. How would your life be different if you followed all of God's instructions? Yet a problem with many of us is that we do some of what he requires of us. We cut off some of the things he told us to cut off. We do part of what he said, but want all of what he promised. And God's grace, if I can be honest, has been so good to me that he has given me what I haven't deserved. He has given me what I haven't earned. But if we are not careful, we can allow this same grace to put us in position where we become comfortable following only part of his instructions. I encourage you today to follow all of God's instructions and watch every Jericho in your life begin to fall. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If so, visit our website at liferoomcc.com to hear today's full episode. Also, learn more about the Life Room Community Church coming soon to your area.